Hello, everybody, and welcome to Speak Brave. Your host, Mark Guy. And today, well, hazard a guess who Mark's guest is. Please welcome at this time your host of Speak Brave, Mark Guy. Thanks, John. What a wonderful introduction. Um, I'm not going to hazard. I'm just going (laughs) to go forth with it. Today we have a special guest, a friend of both of us, John and I. It's George Hazard. Hey, George. Hi. Welcome. Good to be here. Welcome Thank to you. the show. Welcome. So, George, today you would like to talk about something that's important to you, right? Correct. And that's um, and John, I think, is interested in that as well, right? Is keto diet or keto lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? Right. Okay. So, take it away. What? Why do we care about keto diet and? How did it become part of your life? Uh, We're dying to know. Lately, keto is a fad, and a lot of people are getting on this diet fad. But it actually started, oh, back around 1937, someone came up with the keto diet, a modified keto diet for epileptic children, and they were able to not cure totally, but they reduced 70 to 80% of their epilepsy through this diet and so the keto diet has kind of remained around in the background and now it's finally caught on and as it catches on then more and more people are jumping in on it and you're thinking what's a keto diet yeah I uh, you know I've only been on the keto keto diet for four months yet at the same time I've been studying as much as I can because I think that's the difference between just going on a diet and then understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it. So a keto diet is where you get your body to stop burning glucose and you get your body to start burning fat. And you're you're thinking, what do you mean glucose? Well, I'm talking about sugar and, and sugar comes in more than one form. You're thinking sucrose and, and fructose. And glucose, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no. Rice, pasta, bread. In fact, I was reading just this morning that one slice of bread has, or you get a, more of a sugar high from one slice of bread than you do from one teaspoon of sugar. And that bread could be white, rye, pepper-nickel. Correct. White, white. So they're made up of complex carbohydrates. And what happens is your body just breaks them down into glucose and then it burns it as glucose. And your body tends to prefer glucose over fats right now because you're kind of carbohydrate dependent, glucose dependent. You're trying to burn glucose. Somehow your body always burns glucose first. But guess what happens if you can't burn it all? What happens? It turns it over into fat. Okay, because that's just the way the body is, right? Yeah, yeah. So what we try to do in the keto diet is to have, believe it or not, 70% fat and then a 20% protein, moderate protein is what I'm getting at, Uh and then 5% carbohydrates. So just some vegetables. So let me just make sure I understand this. And John, and you go ahead because I don't know if you have ever have you ever experienced keto diet or have you ever? Yeah. Okay, um, 
I just want to understand this. How can you have 70% fat? Like, what, what is the average meal like? Or what is the average day? Or what, what are we talking about? Here? I'll give you a good example. Before I came here, I kind of had breakfast. Mm -hmm. But my breakfast consisted of what I call a keto coffee. Okay. So it was coffee, butter, and MCT oil, and heavy whipping cream. So I added that up, that came to 120 calories just okay. on my cup of coffee. Okay. So, uh, so okay. I took in a chunk of fat just to start the day. In the whipping cream and, yes. and the oil, and right? And if you look up in heavy whipping cream, there's maybe one carb or no carbs in heavy whipping cream. In other regular creams or milk, you'll, you're going to find a lot more carbs. Okay. So what you are doing is you are conditioning your body just taking the fat and that's how you sustain yourself right and it doesn't fat stay over no that's the weird thing in fact i saw somebody had written a book it was called butter makes your pants fall off but fat doesn't make you fat but you're going wait how can that be i've always been told fat makes you fat you eat fat you get fat but what's happening today we see a lot of obese people don't we and Everyone's <clears throat> preaching low fat. Well, something's wrong. Yeah, I it's heard it. just not working. I heard a statistic the other day, George, in talking with a dietary specialist, not out of the keto area, but mm -hmm. out of the plant-based area of dietetics, right. who said that there is research now that has established we here, Mark and I, live in Polk County, Florida. Nine... Uh, Polk County is number nine on the national list of counties with the highest rate of obesity per capita, number nine in the nation. And I found that to be astonishing, but she has the actual verifiable research that's been done by the National Institutes of Health. That's true. Uh, by the way, you live in uh, the same, same county as well, <laughs> at the edge. Um, I have heard about that. Um, Gallup poll, that mm -hmm. USA Gallup poll, and I heard about it and I was astounded. I was. Because, because we huh. live, right? it's, it's kind of hard to get... We have get... an extraordinary unhealthy diet here in this county. Right. And there's really no excuse for it other than the fact that those things which aren't healthy for you are much easier to get and cheaper. But think so, about this for yeah. a minute. What if our thinking has been wrong for the last 50 years? About fat? About fat, about sugar. Because it happened back in 1953, really, that a guy named Ansel Keys proposed this fat theory. Mm -hmm. And then he was able to convince the medical community that fat causes heart disease or causes obesity. And, and it was a theory. But it, he had done a, a study on a bunch of different nations. I think he had 28 nations. I'm trying to remember but he only picked eight nations to pull out of the study. And those eight were able to show that low fat was associated with lower heart disease. But all the others showed just the opposite, but he didn't include those in his study. Mm. So that way his, his results were skewed. Mm -hmm. So I am not a professional in this field Nor I. Um, and uh, however I do consume information from various groups 
So I, I want to know a bit more specifics about keto diet. Um, mm-hmm. Just what what's your experience been like? Uh, can you talk about your results possibly? Uh, talk about um, things that you have seen and done. Well, basically for me, I was a vegan for the last, for 16 months before I converted over to... Vegan, okay. Vegan. Mm-hmm. So I just plant-based, Okay. totally. It's very difficult being a vegan because it's hard to go anywhere (laughs) and get food. But in keto, on the other hand, is much easier. So I'm doing it for health. Other people do it for they want to lose weight because keto is known to really drive down your weight. You can lose many, many, many pounds. If you go look it up on the Internet, you'll see picture after picture of people losing huge, I mean, 50, 60, 100 pounds. You have uh, lost quite a bit of weight, uh, well, I can tell, right? As a vegan, I lost 15 pounds. I was 175, dropped down to 160. Then, of course, I've been keto for the last, what, four months. And I've lost another 10 pounds, and so now I'm down to 150, and I hope I don't go any further. Right, right, But right. that's the weight I weighed in high school. 150? 150. Okay. So, what's wrong with that? Well, I, <laughs> We'd all like to be our high school weight, wouldn't we? <laughs> I like to be my marriage weight. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know how much I weighed in high school. I think it's lost. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a half a little less. Than Probably half of what now. you are now. Probably half. Uh, you know what? There may be some records that I can pull up from. Um, from different of course you can. Yeah. Of course you can. But from I, where you're from, they keep everything on record. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, a number of years back, I had a heart attack. So I'm trying to avoid no, that's having... that's the first time I've heard that, George. Is it? Yeah. Maybe you well, said it to me and it just didn't register. Yeah. Tell, me, tell us about it. Oh, oh gosh. It was 2015, I think. Oh, wow. It was. Yeah. That's not that long ago. No, I was sitting in a friend's backyard, and then all of a sudden I started getting a pain in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tom, I need to go to the hospital. And he said, you mean a clinic? No, I said, the hospital. Luckily, he was only about a mile away from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he got me right down there, walked in. As soon as I described what was wrong, they said, uh, okay, we'll put you in this wheelchair. And the lady took me right into a room, mm-hmm. ran an EKG on me. She pulls the results off, looks at them, says, I'll be right back. She walks out for 10 seconds. Then she comes back in and says, I'm going to move you to another room, and it's going to get very busy. And then she wheels me out, and they take me into a room and start stripping me. <laughs> so anyway, what they ended up doing is giving me a couple stents, because I was more than 70% blocked. So you had an angioplasty? Uh, yeah, well, stents. Yeah, angio and, and stents. I know that from experience. Yeah, the balloon mind. widens it out, and then a stent right. keeps it from Stented, coming back and in. And stents medicated. And actually right. helps to discourage the collection of the plaques in the blood Correct. that will cause the clogging. Yeah. But I don't want that to happen again. No, no, no. It's, so you're taking but, steps to make sure you don't. But doesn't happen. lots of people on this standard American diet, even with low fat, still continue to have heart attacks. Last year, there were 850,000 fatalities from heart attacks. Oh, wow. That's in, crazy. In the United States? In the United States. That's crazy. Something's wrong is my premise here. So what do you think you are doing right now? What are you, what is the, what's the right thing you are doing right now? <laughs> I'm not doing the standard American diet. 
which is going and getting a big burger with nice buns and, and having fries with it. Right. <laughs> and in fact, we need to talk about what foods are keto foods and what foods we yeah. shouldn't be eating. Absolutely, go ahead. And fries, yes, potatoes are starch and they are virtually glucose is what they are. But they cook them in vegetable oil. And vegetable oil is not good for us either. So they're cooking it in stuff we should be eating. In fact, one doctor I listened to, he says, when you're cleaning out your pantry, and if you find vegetable oil in your pantry, throw it away. Don't give it to anyone. He says it's that bad. Vegetable oil. Yeah. So what would, what would be the alternative? Is there an alternative? Uh, you can do avocado oil. We do coconut oil all the time. We put coconut oil in. And you know what else you can do? Bacon fat. Bacon fat. In fact, I made a beef stew yesterday. I started out by sauteing some bacon, or I cooked it up in a Instapot, and it had me take out the bacon and leave the fat, and then that's what I sauteed my beef in. Okay. So I'm, I'm taking advantage of the fat that's available. So you use coconut oil? Coconut oil, avocado oil, because avocado both oil, of okay. those have high temperatures before they burn. Okay. Where the vegetable oils have low temperatures before they burn. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So remove vegetable oil mm -hmm. completely. And again, we're not doctors. We are just laymen talking about right. our experience. Right. We're talking about our experiences. But from what you understand, no vegetable oil, but avocado oil, coconut oil. Is coconut oil available to buy? Uh, yeah. It's readily. Yeah. It's all over the place okay. now. Okay. Readily available. And okay. But other things that we don't eat is rice. We miss rice, but rice is carbohydrate. And so we come up with substitutes for rice, like rice cauliflower. Rice cauliflower, cauliflower is low. Yeah, you, there is such a thing. You can as buy rice it already riced up for you, or you can make your own just by putting in a processor. Okay, so you make rice out of cauliflower. Yes. And you spice it up however you want to do it. If you're having a sauce, you put it on the rice cauliflower. You can even mash cauliflower and make it into a mashed yeah, potato-like mashed potato like substance. Cauliflower. So um, as we're going down the list, is there any other? Because I have another question. I Pasta. Okay. Uh, we miss eating spaghetti. But we can still have pasta using... Uh, Zucchini, for instance, we, we could uh, shred that into a pasta-like noodle and, and then ladle it with keto pasta sauce. So we make sure that it's not filled with any sugar or carbohydrates. Okay. Sometimes you'll find ketchup, for instance, has got sugar in it. Everything seems to have sugar in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you think that's contributing to our sad diet, standard yes. American diet? Yes, standard or American diet. the addiction to sugar? Addiction to sugar and carbohydrates. They're both related because mm -hmm. both are satisfying that need for glucose that your body is craving right now. It's an addiction. But it's so good, the sugar. We want it. In fact, we want the sugar. It, it's, it's a hard battle. Right. Is it not? Because I eat mostly fats. I'm, I'm burning fat now. I'm not burning glucose. I don't crave food. I can go 16 hours. 20 hours. I went 22 hours yesterday without eating wow. and just ate dinner. We ate dinner and then the next day we ate dinner again. What does that do though to your fuel consumption in terms of being able to function? Because I hear people often say that you need to feed your body particularly earlier in the day because your activity is going to use that food 
to help you get the work done that you're doing from a physical point of view. If you're running a marathon and you need to burn glucose now, that's one thing. But burning fat, your body can burn ketones just as well. In fact, your brain is more clearer. Mm -hmm. That's you know one of the benefits, that you have a better clarity of your thought when you are on keto. That's what I've been told. That's a good point because clarity and thinking and metabolic syndrome all have a direct connection to each right. other and even Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. Speaking of metabolic syndrome, do you know what those components are? Yes. Mark? I okay. do. Okay. I it's a, a, a larger fat around your girth, around your waist. What we call visceral. An elevated blood pressure, mm -hmm. high triglycerides. Mm -hmm high glucose or higher glucose, and you that, can be pre-diabetic so without be being pre -diabetic a diabetic. and still be in metabolic. And a low HDL. Uh -huh. So it's those components. If you're registering wrong on those components, you have cardiac syndrome or metabolic syndrome. Yeah. Metabolic syndrome. And which it's a recipe for a heart attack. Yeah. So what are those again? They are the, uh, uh, the visceral fat. Waste. Yep. Yeah. Visceral fat, mm -hmm. higher blood pressure, higher blood pressure, okay. higher glucose, Higher, 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 when yeah. you say higher, pre-diabetic or diabetic. What I'm saying is a glucose in excess of 100, maybe to a 120. That's that's in the pre-diabetic range. Mm -hmm. And when it, then as it gets higher, then the, that's it, when people start treating with metformin and with insulin. Oh right. my gosh! You know now, this is very scary stuff. Le, but let me tell you, give you an example. Yes. Yes. Uh, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law came up from Colombia, but he's a diabetic. I wasn't going to change the food we were eating, so I fed him keto for a month. He was running 140, 150, and then after he was on keto for just maybe a week, he was down to 110. I mean, one time he hit That's 98. That's glucose number. And yeah. he stopped taking his metformin. He was That's feeling good. fine. That's good. I'd love to get off metformin. Yeah. I take that twice a day. You do now? I take the maximum dosage. Maybe two weeks. You'll be saying, hey, I don't need this. You do? Do you do uh, glucose? Uh, I don't monitor it like I should, but now you have there's a more keto and more meter? You, can, you can get a meter for that. Yes, I have a keto <clears throat> meter and a glucose meter, so yeah. I monitor myself. Mm -hmm. So how would somebody um, be, what's the next step for somebody to explore? They need to talk to their physician? Kind of, except that's the other part of our or conundrum. Medical, or medical Most physician? medical people are stuck. They are stuck 10 years ago, or they, they have to adhere to the medical standards. If they tell you to go keto and they don't prescribe metformin, then if anything happens, they get sued. So they can't tell you to do something different that's not part of the medical standard. Okay, so... So you gotta, you gotta look for keto doctors. Okay. I, I looked around here. There's one up in Orlando and two over in Tampa. That's about as so close as they get. Where online, what uh, good resources you've found uh, for somebody to explore this topic and have helpful information in easy to understand way? When I study or watch, I watch a lot of YouTube. And I hope and you do too, don't you? I, I do. I do. I do educational YouTube. Yes. That's what I'm after. But. I have come across a number of doctors, MDs, that are on YouTube that 
lay out very convincing arguments for doing keto. Uh, one is a Jason Fung, he's a nephrologist up in Canada. I mean, very clear, very easy to follow. Another one, Ken Berry, he's out of, I think, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. He's an MD, and he has many, many videos on different aspects of keto and, and how it can help or what it's all about. Uh, Dr. Eric Westfield out of North Carolina. He was at Duke and now he's started his own separate practice for weight loss. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he and Dr. Berry both said they got tired of having patients come in, they prescribe their medicines, and then, the, then they, five years later somebody's having to have a, a leg amputated or a foot amputated or, you know, they're going blind because they're diabetes. And so they wanted to do something different. They don't want to just prescribe things. They wanted to change things. Wow. You know, this is so important. Um, your health is your wealth, right? Yeah. Would you agree with that, John? Especially at my age, <clears throat> because at this particular point, it's vital for my survival that I maintain better health right. so that I continue to function because I still have the capacity to be a useful contributing part of society but if my health is poor then i'm going to become a burden to mm -hmm. society right there's another stories for that if i could let me ask this question because recently i've done or been exposed to a significant amount of research on what we call plant-based mm -hmm. diets and the go-to doctor in that particular field and one that i do have a great deal of respect for is neil barnard Mm -hmm. And Neil, of course, also has a great knowledge of diet as it relates to triggering the onset of dementias, Alzheimer's, ALS, uh, Parkinson's, and other diseases because of the genetic propensity that we carry in our genes to contract those problems mm -hmm. and how they've discovered that metabolic syndrome actually can be, in a sense, the bullet in the chamber that if we don't take care of ourselves with our diet, we're literally pulling the trigger on our own fate, mm -hmm. as he describes it. And so I'm interested in this because I know that in the plant-based, they talk very much about eliminating fat. Right. And I just see a difference here, but perhaps maybe you could open us up to a little bit understand, better understanding of fats as a whole because fats one word but it represents so many different dynamics right. as to the type of fat and you touched on that briefly. Yeah, uh, you remind me though of one video I saw Dr. Barry talking about and he said that we're more aligned with our DNA is more aligned with other animals. Our DNA is more aligned with other animals where in a plant DNA is not aligned with us at all. And plants over the millennia have developed, um, I guess, something to repel toxins, anything that they can keep from being eaten. But an animal doesn't develop that unless it's speed that they can run away to keep from being eaten. They don't come up with toxins within their body, within their DNA. So he's, he's saying, he's arguing that it's better to use an animal DNA product rather than a plant DNA product because the plant DNA is more foreign to you and then you're having some of the reactions, the allergies or 
other things that occur. Mm -hmm. wow. And of course, in the animal too, there is the protein factor. Yeah. What, about right. pro what about proteins in plants? Would that be a, an acceptable substitute? Yeah. Or do we still need to have an animal product? I, uh, those doctors I'm listening to are saying it needs to be animal. Mm -hmm. I, I, mean, I, I remember yeah. I was a vegan for 16 yeah. months. I was really into proteins and buying them. And, 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 and plant-based, right? You're, right. you're plant -based. really in a plant-based. Right. And I know you lost quite a bit of uh, weight as well. Yeah. So what we're seeing here, the problem that we're encountering in society today is that even the experts can't agree. Right, exactly. Okay. But more and more, MDs are coming over to keto. Right. So it, it's, it's starting to catch on because, see, it's hard to do a controlled study, and that's what the medical standard is. Well, you have to do a blind control and, and you put somebody on keto here, have somebody on... But it's hard to control all the variables in a person's life because things happen or it, it just doesn't work. Well, I'm going to put you in the control study, so <laughs> you, you don't know. Statins are, this is the age of statins. Statins? It's, yes. Uh, cholesterol, cholesterol lowering drugs. drugs. Mm -hmm. well, you know, Lipitor. As soon as you go into the doctor and he runs a blood test and your cholesterol is up, he'll say, oh, we need to put you on a statin for the rest of your life. Yeah. Forever. Wow. And that's just crazy. That's just said what resources? YouTube is filled with resources on how to start a keto diet, how to, some of the challenges in keto diet. I'll give you one of the challenges yeah. that's often mentioned that's called the keto flu. Within the first three, four days, you start feeling a malaise where you're tired or something's wrong. Well, what it is is your body's craving those carbs. I went through it, but it only lasted a day and then it cleared up and I was good to go. Okay. So okay. some things happen. So, we are coming to the end of this uh, podcast, so I want to make sure that you oh, yeah. covered everything you want to cover and leave us with any final parting thoughts and anything else you'd like to say. Well, I mentioned the Diet Doctor, mm -hmm. dietdoctor.com. That's where you can find mm -hmm. keto doctors. Dietdoctor.com. Yes, okay. that's a good resource for finding keto doctors. And they have other recipes and other things in there. And then there's another one called ketoconnect.com. Ketoconnect.com. Right. Another okay. great resource for... I will check it out. Know. I will check it out. So any final thoughts that you would like to share with us as we wrap up? Well, you, you can do it for uh, a lot of reasons. Keto. For health, primarily for me. Mm -hmm. Or weight loss. Or mental clarity. It, it, it's... There's a lot of things that keto can help you with. Yeah. But I want you to just think, for, think it out. Could we have been wrong? Is it possible that we could have been wrong, the medical thinking, and we need to take another look at it? Okay. Well, thank you so much, George, for coming and sharing your story and part mm -hmm. of your experience. Thank you so much, John, for being a trusted advisor and a friend and a producer of this uh, podcast. Thank you, everyone who's listening and, rec and following us on this journey. Can't wait to see you next time. Don't forget to speak brave. Till next time.